Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Colin Hunter. How are you doing, Colin? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm doing very, very well. So I'm hanging out in London, northwest of London. So about 40 minutes from London on the train. Uh, in the countryside, so deer in the garden uh, and the train five minutes away into London. So the ideal world for me, yeah. Oh, that sounds idyllic, really. <laughs> 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 Colin Hunter is an author, mentor, coach and founder of Potential Squared. That specializes in creating playgrounds to disrupt the way people are led. He lives with his family near London, but originally from Scotland and still retains his love of the Scottish mountains and the outdoors. Colin and his team work with their clients to provide leaders and their teams the chance to, as he describes, sail their ship out of the harbor and test themselves in rougher seas. He's a practitioner and his work and his book are based on personal experience and purposeful practice with his clients. So I think your mission to enable your business to retain its best people, uncover hidden leaders and excel in a world of change is just Remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Colin. Uh, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here and talking. Yeah. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that conversation. Uh, I already established you love innovation. So I really want to dive uh, into that. And also, um, of course, um, who is your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, that was a tough one to answer. And so I've honed it down. For me, I've always had this concept in my mind about outstanding only. And it's linked to the the risk that you need to take to disrupt and challenge yourself. So so my ideal client is a, is a niche client, either a team or an organization that has a big challenge. That's the bigger the challenge, the better, but has a leader at the, the, the top of that organization or driving that who has a real passion for for experimentation. And as you said, my intro about playgrounds and taking risks in there. So so that is my ideal client, somebody who's struggling to develop their leaders, uh, getting their team to own their roles rather than rent them. So that's what I'm really, that that's what I look at within a client. That's my ideal. Yeah. And from their perspective, the challenges, is it to implement or what, what is the what is the challenge here? I think there's there's a couple of challenges. I think one is that, you know, in the great resignation that's happened, all of the other things that are happening in here, there's there's something about we don't want people to rent their roles. We don't want them to sit and and believe that somebody else is doing the work for them. Um, What we want is for them to own their roles. And I take that concept from an Australian colleague who gave me that, and I love that. Uh, and therefore, if you think about growing the leaders within that that business, a lot of people see, well, am I going to get promoted in two years? Am I going to 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 move up the organization? Am I going to? It's all about being almost the victim of others. And what we want in our organizations is people who own it, who who take the risks, who you know dive out in the morning and say, well, look, this is what I want to do today and own that challenge and own that role. So that is their biggest goal. And it's not only startups, it's now organizations who have to transform internally that need to do that. So that's that's the big challenge for them, owning their roles. Yeah. 
That's all about transformation at the end of the day, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what are common mistakes? Because we are all human. Well, most of us are. <laughs> when, try, <laughs> when, you know, uh, the, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem. Well, the language we use is because we talk about three C's in, in leaders and individuals, confidence, conviction, connection. And the confidence is the physicality, the vocality to speak up. And a, a lot of organizations just focus on confidence. They say that if somebody can speak clearly, articulate and look confident, then, you know, we'll follow them. And we all know that there's, there's other things that go to be a leader. So the biggest mistake for me is one is that they, they ignore the conviction and that that's about the values and the identity of that leader and how that nests and maps into the purpose of, of your business. And I think, so that's one simple one that you can start to do is nest purpose and habits into that. But the key for me and the, my focus for 23 is all going to be about this is about connection. Um, and a New Zealand friend gave me this, but it's, it's a lovely expression said the ability to dance with the music others bring to them. Um, and if you think about innovation, you think about human centered innovation, design thinking, and then you think about leadership. So for me, the biggest mistake they make is that, that leaders and organizations don't focus on connection enough in terms of the ability to adapt and be agile in that moment. So that's the biggest mistake. And that's what we really focus them down on. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for clarifying that. And so before I ask Colin, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Colin, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Yeah, I'm, I'm geeking out on this at the moment, which is, it's a concept called a letter to myself or letter to yourself. And I did it last year, doing it this year, and it's transformed our business. And we're working with clients to do it where you, you write a letter and you date it the 31st of December, 2023. And in that letter, you outline the good and the bad. So what's going to happen in a good way that you predict, what's going to be the challenges, where you're going to fail, where you're going to stretch and some personal goals. And it's almost the crystal ball piece in there. But when you link back to the connection piece, there's so many people that influence what we do. Once you start to write those influences and you share the letter as a leader with your people, they start to get clarity about their roles, their dependencies, other pieces. And then we did it last year, huge success. This year, as we move into uh, to more into what we call a B corporation, societal impact, it's even more important that we get our message across. So letter to yourself, write it, try it. It's uh, once you get your team to write their own, superb. It's it's a great tool. Yeah. It already sounds amazing. So, <laughs> so <laughs> just want you to sit down and write it. So hopefully everybody who's listening uh, is just the same. All right. So I want to also give you the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that uh, will help with that uh, kind of issue also in a broader sense. Yeah. So potential2.com. Um, so Potential Squared is, uh, you can also find me on Be More Wrong or The Colin Hunter. And there's a story about The Colin Hunter because I suffered from imposter syndrome. Um, and therefore, for me, there's, there's a piece in there that um, I struggle with belief in myself. So one of my uh, coaches at the time said it about The Colin Hunter. So it's not about arrogance. It's more about reminding myself that I have a purpose and I have a drive. So that's where you can find us. I'm going to point, and this is part of my pay it for, I'm going to point a free resource to a gentleman called Chad Littlefields, and he's been a big influence in my life. 
and he has a principle which is about connection before content. And he's a guest speaker at my large conferences. But if you follow him on LinkedIn, and I do, nearly every week he gives you a gift. And so just I'll give one small example of that. He gave me a gift. Rather than saying, so how were your Christmas, your holidays? He asked the question, what was one small memorable bit at Christmas that made the difference? And I've given it to my team to, to, to try that. So he gives you a gift each week. So for me, if you're looking at connection, connection before content, Chad Littlefield is where I point you. Wonderful. Very generous of you. And uh, thank you, Colin, for sharing. Of course, we'll put all the other links in the show description so people can find you as well. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So, so this is one I, that I fundamentally believe in because some people say, do you, do you want to be a thought leader, Colin? You've written a book. And I've changed that around to say, I want to be a practice leader. So the question I would flip it around to is, how do you become a practice leader? Because if I think as leaders, think about experimentation, then I think the question, how do you become a practice leader, is the core concept that a leader should have in their mind any day of the week as they go through their, their career in life. And even being a parent, how do I be a practice leader in terms of how to become a parent, for example, is a core piece. That's, that, that's what I think is the most powerful question. I, I love the highlighting of the, of the practice here and the experience uh, behind that. So do you have a brief version of that or what is one key insight uh, from that journey? So for me, practice is that I have a list of experiments um, that I trial on my team. So we practice what we preach. Therefore, we're always, before we go out to clients, we have tested it. We've road, we've road tested it. We've made sure it works. Um, and it can be as simple as we run a pulse each morning, 9.15 to 9.30 where we practice Churchill's prayers, which is, you know, the, the piece about what did I do yesterday? What's the highlight? What am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? But we tested it, worked it to, and honed it. And therefore, practice leadership is those small, low-risk experiments that, that work up to that. So what are the experiments you're working on this week? That's my question to all my coaches. Yeah. You're a practice leader, indeed, <laughs> for sharing that, for proving the point. Yeah. So, Colin, this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. Uh, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? So I love this moment. We went to see a musical called Dear Evan Hansen uh, in London. And the reason it gave me goosebumps is because we do a lot of experiential work and It's that moment that this, for those who don't know the musical, it's all about uh, teenage anxiety. And it was sitting there with my teenage daughters and realizing that what they're going through is exactly what was playing played out on stage. And what the parents in the musical were going through is exactly what we as parents go through. And it had goosebumps, it had tears. So no more than goosebumps, it had tears and emotions in there. And that was, that was a really powerful moment for me. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing us on that stage right now. I'm having the shivers as, as well. <laughs> thank you, Colin. This is an amazing goosebumps moment to share. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insight you shared with us today. Lovely to speak to you, sir. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.